Get into gate, episode four. High pitch, Maddie here with you for the Broca Divide. Here with me is Reese. What up? And Brendan. Hey. You looked at Brendan when you yeah. said my name. I know. I don't know why I did that. I am so tired right now. I am just. Um... Hey, but we're talking Stargate, people. I know. Right. That's going to perk me up. Get I mean... you excited. And there's one other person we need to welcome. Uh, Mitch. 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 Oh, hello. Mate, that guy's no. commitment is just ridiculous. Hey, ask the guy who he's blowing how committed he is. Right? <laughs> <laughs> His f-ing balls are deep. Right. <laughs> he's a Bolchinian. <laughs> That's just a visual I do not need right now. Now it's all I can think of. He's like, Mitch never shaves. He's got, got he's got a vivid. five o'clock shadow. That's gonna there's gonna be a pash rash he's on your ball sash. Like, what is that? Oh, uh, poor bastard. I. Th- I it's, the visuals in my head is just... This is how we start the episode? <laughs> this is how we should start every episode, I think. Get way more listeners. Uh, you can Let's start talk in... about uh, P3X797. Oh, oh, here we go! The newbie. The new guy coming in with the goods. Cracking out the talk binary numbers. Like Boom! Love it. Wow. Yeah. I'm so impressed you may get a blowjob after this. May? <laughs> <laughs> it's less certain than last That's episode. <laughs> That's why I wrote those numbers down. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't uh, rewind that either. They said it three times yeah. in the episode. So yeah, I thought, I'd better write that true. down. That I'll impress true. them with that. I might yeah, score a blowy good. out of this. <laughs> do you know Do you know who won't score a blowy is freaking General Hammond in this when he is, you know, giving them debriefing. Have a listen to this. It sounds like he's saying Carter's name for the first time and like he's reading it like he doesn't know what language it is. Have a listen to this. Captain Carter's. <laughs> Yeah, but in his defence, I don't think Carter would have blown him anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, it's like, is her is her name hyphenated? Like what? Yeah, what was that? Captain Carter's. It's like he's it's reading a type of vehicle. I think. I think I think he's a robot, and there was just a glitch in the. Yeah. Or was there like just oh. a, an unintentional question mark? He's in the fallen story? into a, a plot hole. Yeah. Oh, was, there, was there was there was there a question mark that like that, that like a typo Carter? in the script? Car- Captain Carter. He's like yeah. He's like Anchorman. He has to say every every <laughs> reading the script. Dramatic error. Wow, I'm impressed, Reese. Can does it mean anything to you, or are you just a parrot? Just oh, it's a binary code for the uh, wow for the. So yeah, and they're yeah. always six digits, right? So I was figured P three X nine eight nine whatever plus the point of origin is what I always figured. Oh no, no, because. 99% of them start with P, don't they? Yeah. Because I think that's a designation for planet, and then occasionally they do go to a moon, or it's changed to M something something something. What's something, the something. point of origin? With it? What's the? It's it's the basically every gate situation. He says it in the movie. Every point in space has six dimensions. I think he said like of a cubic square. Yeah, if you're looking at a square, which. Again, we need to do a separate episode for this because I'm not <laughs> yeah, sure... The science of it. I'm not sure that actually works. But basically, works. the one was the point of origin is where you dialed from. Mm. So every DHD, like the dial home device that you yeah. see on every planet, has a unique symbol on it, and that is that planet's symbol. Uh, okay. yeah. So ours as Earth so, is the triangle with the circle on top. Uh, that's yeah. The, yeah. That's so if you want to travel to that's the point of origin. Of if Earth. you want to travel to Chulak, which is where we meet Teal'c in the first episode, you type yep. in the six the six digits for Chulak, and yep. then your point of origin. But then if you're on a different planet and you want to go to Chulak, you type in those six codes, oh, and, and then whatever that planet's point of origin okay. is. Yeah. The problem we have with this though, and we I'll try and keep it as brief as possible in terms of the science of this, is what is there thirty nine 
symbols on a stargate or something like that. Yeah, Is roughly. Something like that. I haven't counted them. And now, obviously, not Pause. all. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the. I think it's it's one of those little trivia questions they have. It is, yeah. But I feel like, well, not all codes work. And if you think about, you know, the cube and the the six sides of the cube is each is each symbol. Say, for example, there's a symbol on the left side of the cube and a symbol on the right side of the cube, and you just swap those. Well, that's not going to equal another planet. So you're actually yeah. when when you know, people do the math and they say, okay, well, you know, thirty nine times six times or six times thirty nine times thirty nine, and they work it out. They say, oh, there's there's a possibility of you know four billion possible addresses, mm. but obviously none of those work in terms of like not all of those not actually all lead to a planet. Yeah. Yeah. I always thought early on when they first started with the series, it's like, well, maybe you couldn't get to a certain planet just from Earth. Because if you think about it, every Stargate has to be different because yeah. the point of origin symbol has to be on that spinning inner wheel. So yeah. every gate on every planet is different. So to me, that I always thought, well, each planet had 39 different symbols. Or maybe, maybe there's 100 symbols all up but only 39 on each gate. So theoretically, if you wanted to get to a certain planet, mm. maybe you couldn't travel there directly. Maybe you had to go via a couple of different like stops to, to get, get to there. London from here, you have to stop at Dubai. Yeah, like stopovers. Yeah. yeah, I always, early on, I thought that might be a thing, but yeah, as the why. series progresses, it's just, nope, you dial uh, six digits and a, and a point it. of origin and you're Plus, there. Plus, we don't have a DHD, really, so we can just put in whatever we want. Well, no, because you're limited to those the symbols on the Stargate. Yeah. But do, Remember in the first episode how they say the, um, and I'll get back to my notes because I wrote this down, compensating mm. for stellar drift. So is there going to be extra symbols for compensation? No, it's just a, the no, algorithm they... that Carter, Carter has, which is already in the DHDs, is already worked out automatically, but because we didn't have a DHD, yeah. uh, okay. we have to work that out. Yeah, so that's yeah, what they right. say. That's the problem. Is that's why all the other Stargates in the universe work is because the DHD compensates for that stellar drift. Yeah. Whereas because we don't have a DHD, that's why we we had such trouble getting to Abydos in you know in the in the film, in which the, is their way of retconning. Which was in a different galaxy. galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> in the film. So that's their way of retconning why we had such trouble. Because what do they say in the in the film? It's like well, they discovered in Giza in the in nineteen twenties, yep. and they don't open it till the nineties. So they've had like fifty or seventy years to try and yeah, right. open this, and they've tried all these different codes, but they didn't work because yep. the gate itself was kind of miscalibrated, yeah, yeah. I guess. Um, but but yeah, if you think about it, every single gate has to be unique in terms of the point of origin symbol has to be on that inner wheel. Yeah, you're right. So even if there are only say thirty nine. Or 38 symbols, the 39th symbol on the, on the 38 gate. 38, zing. <laughs> the 39th symbol always being the point of origin. That means for as many gates and planets there are, there has to be that many different symbols. Yeah. So it's like, couldn't, theoretically, our point of origin, which is the little triangle with the circle, couldn't that be the third glyph in a seven glyph address to another planet as a point of, as a point of reference? Yeah, okay. yeah, but I always thought that each symbol is actually mm. a star constellation. It's not necessarily a planet. So there could be millions of gates in that constellation in the vastness guess, of space. But then if you also think about, uh, and this is a scene from the film, the whole way Daniel is able to figure out the gate is he sees on the newspaper a constellation of like, um, is it Orion or something like yeah. that? And he, and he finds the Orion symbol on the gate. Yeah. Well, Orion is only Orion visible from Earth yeah. as, from the point of view of Earth. If you're yeah. from yeah, Mars yeah, or right. Jupiter, something, 
it's going to, you're going to be in a different spot. So it's mm. not going to line up the way it does. Yeah. So the fact that that glyph is on the earth gate kind of means that has to Every be, gate has to be only on the earth gate. So yeah, it's one of yeah. those, it's one of those muddy things. And it's, I feel like we need to sit down with like a whiteboard and just like nut it out <laughs> yeah. and figure and go, it out. Yeah, they're wrong. I knew it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What are we doing now? Fiction. You need, it turns out you need a gate uh, of the size of the Golden Gate Bridge or something like that. Yeah. So I guess maybe it was just one of those things. They Super just gate, maybe. Kind of. You, can call it. you didn't say it, I was. <laughs> um, don't worry, you'll find out in about four years. Um, oh, but yeah. yeah, it's one of those Good things <laughs> where I feel like yeah, it's something they've just got to kind of brushed under for just for ease of plot. Because obviously, I mean, this this show does get pretty technical at sometimes in mm. terms of physics and science and stuff like that. But this is something they kind of just went, nah, that's too complicated. Mm. We won't yeah. worry about it. Which so, is fair enough. So the start of this episode was the, they had the refugees that came through from Tilk's world. Tulak. Yep. They brought with them four symbols. They saw the four symbols, that the four last symbols. That the um that the gold used to go through the gate. Yeah, when they ran off with um Skara and all yeah. that sort of stuff at the end of Trinity and then they the had gods. three left, three symbols that they didn't know. Mm. How did they? And then, well, they cross reference that with the cartouche from Abydos of the list of planets that they have, and apparently they lined up and was like, okay, well, there's only one planet on this list that has symbols that match up in that order. Yeah. So they okay. were going, well, there's a good chance that that's where. Which I find um, Apophis and which I find Luke. funny because obviously they're wrong and it goes to a different address, mm. and then they say, "Well, can we see the vision?" and and then Hammond says, "We don't have any vision." Oh yeah, I've got the audio of that. Have a listen to this. This such a bullshit mission. Like what? <laughs> yeah. What is going on here? Have a listen. Set an MALP probe through thirty minutes ago. Atmosphere is breathable. No detectable radiation. Temperature approximately forty degrees Fahrenheit. Can we see the video playback, sir? There is no playback. Why no playback? It appears to be very dark where the gate resides on this planet. Well, the MALP probe has lights on it, doesn't it? We think they were broken during transport through the gate. This is crazy. We don't know what could be there waiting for us when we come through. Don't you worry, boys. That's why the SG-3 Marines are coming with. You can count on us to watch your backsides. Actually, it's it's more my front side I was worried about. Because the thing that annoys me with this is that they're trying to go, they're trying to look for Skara and Share, yeah. which is Daniel's family, basically. Mm. But he's yet, when they say, oh, we have no vision, Daniel's the first one to go, well, that's crazy. You're just sending us into yeah. no, like, you have no idea. I'm not going. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Whereas the first episode, like, he's like, well, I'm going, General. The Marine's I'm like, going. that's yeah. okay. We're here to watch you back. And he's just a sarcastic arse going, yeah. well, it's my front. I'm actually Make peace. Daniel is so <laughs> sassy in this episode. He just gives it to everybody. Oh, yeah. Like, he gives it to make peace about, oh, you know, oh, I'm worried about my front more than my back. <laughs> and then later on, he fair gives it to Fraser. Like, and, like, she's trying to save lives, and he fair gives it to her. We'll, we'll play that later on. I've got the bit of audio there. But, jeez, he's an arsehole in this but episode. Yeah, yeah but... SG3 team are fucking dickheads <laughs> well they're marines man they're like Whoa, let's go they're not yeah. air force so they're they... like i want to shoot something give me something to kill it's yeah. my job and i feel like that's that's another reason because um what actually happens reese is, is later in the series 
the the actual US Air Force actually supports the show and and gives them resources and have and they actually have like oh, a sick. like an air yeah. like they they let them use their planes and they're like well we'll put um an advisor on your staff to help you make things really accurate and all that sort of stuff. And oh, I feel like it's like man. little things like this, because there's always that little bit of rivalry between like, you know, Marines and Air Force yeah. and Army and, yeah. and, and SEAL and all that sort of stuff. So I feel like it's little it's little jibes like this at making these Marines just look like idiots. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Air Force is just like, this is a show yeah, yeah. we can get behind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the technical guy from the Air Force is like, nah, Marines are more dickheads than that. Yeah. Be, be more of a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. <laughs> just be an absolute knob jarhead. Yeah. <laughs> That's it, yeah. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. perfect. Got it. Boom, Nailed where it. you contribute to your budget. There yeah. you go. Yeah. <laughs> now shoot Air something. rises for everybody. Yeah. It doesn't matter what it is, just shoot it. That's good. Uh, do we feel though, like, should this episode have come before emancipation? Like, I feel like it's taken them this long to get these glyphs from the people who they say yeah. in, is it the start of emancipation? They've already rehomed them. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So it's, yeah, yeah like it's, it's out of order. That, out that's of order. why I've said, yeah, like I said last episode, emancipation feels like it shouldn't be there. Should, if you're going to make that, like do some Carter stuff do it later in the season when you're already into it mm. whereas yeah i think maybe this one or the the next one episode they, should have been i think they i mean from my point of from my point of view watching it i think they needed to early on um really stamp that carter is a warrior that she is a a, a tough woman that can mm. fight and i think that's that's probably like there's probably no other world that they could have gone to other than um, you know, out, what was it called? Emancipation. Emancipation. Um, to sort of prove that sort of thing. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. But in this in this episode, the Brocker divide. Um, once they go through, there's the touched and the untouched and whatever, and they get yeah. she gets infected, and she's just all steamy. <laughs> yeah. It kind of almost undoes it, doesn't it? It's yeah. like suddenly she's just this. Oh, you want to? F- yeah, you want to go to Pound mean, Town? Like, yeah. I want the D. Give me the D. That's what. <laughs> I'm throw you around this locker room. <laughs> Put it in me. But that's what the doctor, because the doctor explained it um, later on. That hot doctor. She goes, Doctor Fraser. Yeah. She uh she becomes a recurring. She hangs around for a little bit. I I have to agree with you there with Doctor Fraser. Um, Law and Order? No. Ooh, looked I don't like know. her. In that first scene where she. She was in yeah. Kyle XY, but that's an even more obscure reference than Stargate itself. No, the guy with no belly button? Holy shit, you know about Kyle XY? No, I saw the poster for it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he had no belly button. Yeah, like saw, no, belly, no belly button? No, I want to give that guy a blue job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's no way to. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I am so oh. glad this is not a visual medium yeah. because. The gesture that you just made is this, we would get shut down. Uh, wow. It's like a target. Wow. Um, yeah, I, so the doctor the doctor was explaining like the reason why the reason why she went all um sexual on his ass um is because she um cave cave woman. Yeah, uh, she kinda wants, went primal. Yeah, she wants the man but she doesn't just want any man, she wants the, 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 alpha. the leader, the yeah, alpha man. The alpha. That was that was him. I think that's I mean, how else would you Unless she went out and that tank know, top's not regulation though. Or... Like that tank no, top, she, she was that's there. what I mean. Like she's gone out of her mind. She's she's lost the plot, but she had time to cut up her shirt. Yeah, I, was just, I, feel, sexy. I feel like there's a, there's a scene missing where it's like she comes out of the show, puts the tank top on, like wipes off the mirror, 
and goes, nope, not sexy enough. And just pulls out a knife and just cuts the midriff on it. And she's like, I'll get some action now. Yeah, that's where she got that knife wound from in her yeah. stomach. <laughs> that's it, cutting her shirt. But I think, I think for me, this is where the episode really falls down in terms of, I like the idea of, you know, they, they go to this planet and it's Minoan culture. Um, and there's this really on the nose reference to the dark side and the light, these enlightened mm. people and these people living in darkness. Land of light, they called it, didn't yeah, they? Yeah. And it's like, I want to, I wanted to explore that aspect more in terms of, and I said this in the last episode, in emancipation, in terms of the, the social aspects and the Star Trekiness of, of using this as a vehicle to, to point out social issues in, in modern day. Yeah. And that's what I wanted to see, but then it kind of just... Oh, dove, it's a disease. Yeah, divulged into this yeah. weird, oh, it's a disease <laughs> on the on the base, and everyone's really got bad hay fever. big yeah. foreheads, <laughs> yeah. and, and yeah. poor... Um, if you take gen- antihistamines, you'll be fine. Yeah. Poor General Hammond gets those giant eyebrows. <laughs> he, he just turned retarded. Just he, like, didn't, oh. he didn't turn into... A, it's just, oh, here, here you go, you got a roommate trying not to rape him. Just <laughs> throw him in there. And he's, he didn't, he's in a straitjacket, but O'Neill's just like... Yeah, Hammond, Hammond didn't even get to punch anyone. Jackson copped a flogging from O'Neill. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. So great. Oh, my God. I have to show <laughs> I, I love have, that. I have video I have to show you guys. No joke. I laughed so hard when I saw this. Um, he gets, like, the shit beaten out of him by O'Neill. He's got blood running down his face. And, like, the, the um, chick, you know, technician stands up. And quite literally helps him up and quite literally dusts his shoulder <laughs> and then pushes no, him away. I didn't <laughs> pushes him away. And he's like, okay, you're fine now. It's fine. Yeah, I won't yeah. wipe the blood from your nose. Oh, I like he was treatment. really concerned about his glasses too. Didn't you say you hated this episode? It's like I said, it's, it's one of those things it where some... yeah, it, it digressed into this weird virus on the base thing and we, we lost all that. I mean, yes, at the end of the episode, they cure all these people so that they can come into the light, but... I just feel like I, I wanted to dive into, well, why weren't these people trying to help people? I know the people in the light weren't helping the people in the dark because they didn't know how to fix the problem, but it's like, I don't know. I just... Yeah. They're like, you know, they're dead to us. I, yeah. yeah. It was full on. And and quite easily, I think I think it might include one of my least favorite scenes of Stargate ever. The rape. What? <laughs> the rape at the start. What rape? Where the, the oh, yeah. oh the caveman the rape. caveman no, rape. That, that was his favourite. <laughs> Jesus. No, no, but, but that's the bit the that's so funny, the well, the worst, which Carter's like, I've got to stop this. And Daniel's like, no, 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 no. Well, yeah. just wait. What are you doing? Well, well, I'm just starting to enjoy this. Yeah, right. well, I call it rape. Just sit down. <laughs> and then he was like, nah, Carter, come her on. Body, be a sport. Her, her body says no, but her eyes say yes. <laughs> Oh, no, man. my I yeah, think it has he... to be my least favorite thing of, of anything in any episode of Stargate, and that is when O'Neill, you know, devolves into his caveman, and he makes those horrible meowing sounds. <laughs> he sounds like a squealing pig, or uh, and this is an Archer reference, an ocelot. I don't know if you guys know what an ocelot is. It's no. this weird, like <laughs> I've heard of it. feline part hyena. It sounds exactly. Isn't it a breakfast? Oh no, that's an omelet. Jeez, oh, <laughs> look, that's a good dad joke. Oh, classic. <laughs> I've had a bit of fun here, and I've I've just I've just corrected some of the audio from just just <laughs> one of these wrong. scenes here. Just, All right, throw it at us. Just let me see if you can got? spot what I've done. to damage himself. I've been pumping him with sedatives to control him, but they wear off fast. Help me give him some more. Let's go, go! Ah! Look at it! 
<laughs> I think you've had sex and recorded yourself and then put it on there. <laughs> Well, I'm glad I edited that the sound. That was when he was watching Kyle X-Wives. <laughs> Given that you said that, I'm glad I edited out the sounds of the kids at the zoo. Like oh, Where were you having sex? <laughs> In the ocelot enclosure. <laughs> but I don't know what RDA was thinking. Like, was yeah. he... Does he? Did he think those sounds were like really method and well? Maybe and he watched in, and... uh, in the Neanderthal documentary, and that's how they think they sound. You just went to this. I mean, I'm going to defend O'Neill. <laughs> he's MacGyver, and I love him. I just oh that I couldn't I couldn't handle it. I couldn't so handle that was your least for me. My least favorite was when they walk into the uh, the the hall in the light side of the planet, and then the, and then O'Neill's like, oh, I love if you dumb the place or whatever. I've got Carter's oh, yeah. little and then thing Carter the comes out with her lame ass joke. I was gonna do my living room like this, but it didn't go with my other stuff. Oh man, I love oh, that. Geez, like man. that's that just, just like necessary. I've heard you two use much worse dad jokes than that. <laughs> like Yeah, but ours are hilarious. That is, like, that is a dad already joke. made a good enough effort and she's just had to ruin it. It know? does yeah. feel like something they've tacked on, doesn't it? Like yeah. they've just done that in looping. They're like, we need something here. Yeah. Give Carter a she line. She didn't actually see yeah, give Carter <laughs> a line. Yeah. Why not O'Neill? Like, mm, indeed. Like, as if, I mean, sorry, Tilk. Oh yeah, because that, that's what Tilk needs is more indeed. And he was like, I love you to dumb the place. And, Why? What have like, they done? Like sarcastically and Tilk's like, indeed. And he actually digs it. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, I like bulls also, O'Neill. Have you seen it before? <laughs> Speaking of Teal, uh, he does get... Oh, uh, this Actually, this speaks more to probably what I was saying before about um, Daniel being so so catty in this episode and so like uptight with people. Uh, there is, there's a, there's a, a line here with Fraser, Fraser where she actually refers to Teal as Mr. Teal. Oh, yeah. And I wanted at, to at slap first, that bitch. At, <laughs> well, have a listen it's to Tilk. this. Well, have a listen to this. It's like this... saying Mr. Colonel O'Neill. It's retarded. <laughs> well, have a listen to this. This is how Daniel reacts. So, the question is, why haven't you and Mr. Tilk come down with the symptoms? Um, Mr. Tilk. Tilk's symbiote probably protects him. That would be likely. Well, what about you, Dr. Jackson? Well, that beats me. You're the doctor, doctor. Uh, maybe I have a natural immunity. <laughs> Like, Man. that is some serious sass. Like, he's like, well, you're the doctor, doctor. He's like, <laughs> not having any of her calling him Mr. Tilk. Yeah. And I couldn't tell because if there's... there's Good two, on him. Good there's on him. There's two ways yeah. I could take that as... Stick it up for you, <laughs> mate. Well, there's two ways I could take that as a joke. If you shorten that, that makes Tilk Mr. T. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and I pity the fool who so makes racist. a Mr. T joke. <laughs> oh God. But then the other thing uh. is, is in Star Trek, it's this big thing where everyone's called Mr. It's like, Kirk's like, Mr. Sulu, do this. Mr. Yeah. Spock, do that. And because this is at its core, I guess, a sci-fi show, I wonder if that was just a little nod to saying, yeah, we're not, I can only, we're not doing that. Yeah, we I are not doing that. that it was. That makes sense, actually. Yeah. Just his going, reaction, yeah. We're not going to call him Mr. Teal. That's just, yeah. a, that's not a thing. Anyway, my favorite line in this episode, of course, is... Indeed. When, <laughs> <laughs> apart from indeed, oh, is, yeah. is when um, they give the antihistamine full dose to O'Neill. Actually, yeah, there was no. There was this weird moment between Fraser and O'Neill that I was wondering if they were going to go down that path, where she, where O'Neill's, he's obviously off his chops. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's mm. rubbing her face, and she's like really getting into it. Ooh, she's like, oh yeah, I love, I love it. She love likes this, it rough like a caveman. Caveman <laughs> yeah. action. He's just banged Carter almost. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure you can keep moving. Maybe maybe that was I'm giving them way more credit than they deserve here, but maybe that was them saying, Well, you know, maybe Fraser's on her way to being infected and she's suddenly just 
She's going yeah. harder and she's she's going for the alpha. See, I told you you can always defend bad writing. <laughs> you can always do it. No, but she 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 had um, oh. allergies as well. She was on the antihistamines. Oh, was she big time? Yeah, her and her and Daniel. Because I remember because she was treating someone, and I'm like, why isn't she getting? The, and then she's like, yeah, I've got. I'm, yeah, her I and Daniel and Tilk were immune, obviously Tilk because of his symbiote, mm. and then um, Fraser and. O'Neill because they're on antihistamines. Classic. Just, Classic. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That is the worst case of hay fever I've ever seen. But anyway. Dan- they- Daniel was like, you're the doctor, doctor. And she's like, well, fine. I'll f- figure it out <laughs> yeah, then. And I'll she do does. Myself. Go back through the Stargate and turn. She just yeah, figured- well, that was that was it. Because they went back and then Tilk's like, Dr. Jackson, he didn't really look for him too long when he got kidnapped by the Neanderthals. Yeah, I feel like Tilk really wasn't wasn't phased by the fact that Daniel got taken. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, well. I don't like that nerd. Dr. You know Jack- what? Dr. Oh, well. Daniel Jackson. I can dial Thin the gate the also. Yeah. <laughs> and then he got back and he's like, says to O'Neill, uh, I lost him. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. that was it? Yeah. Sorry, O'Neill. I've lost like, Doug. Uh, like, you can't, you can't understand you, bro. He's yeah. Like, he just lost a book that he loaned him. He's <laughs> yeah. like, sorry. sorry. I will I get you a... Oh. I scratched your DVD, bro. I sorry. looked I looked. For I will a, get you a new Daniel Jackson. Almost a full minute. Like I looked, but I yeah. just, you know, like, on the way me. to the gate, I'll t- kind of turn my head and, and then, really try it with my night. And then it turns out Daniel doesn't even want to be found because he's off banging cave chicks anyway. He's yeah. off banging the, the rape victim, <laughs> yeah. right? Well, that's why I didn't want to stop. Like, before. He's like, no, no, no. Now I'm serving number twenty-seven. Now serving number twenty-seven. And Daniel's like, ah, that's me. That's it me. wasn't there. Was what? Didn't one of them say, "Oh, you got a woman on every planet or something?" Yeah, O'Neill said that. Yeah. That's sure. right. After he'd been cured, and they went to, went back to find them. Yeah. yeah. Wow. When he got when he first got cured, he's like O'Neill. Yeah, he knocks on the. What's he say? Oh, this is great! Oh yeah, I've got it here! I've got it here! Lucy, I'm home. I am not Lucy. I know that. It's a reference to an old TV. Never mind. Open the door. It's a TV reference. Just, just let me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> like that's good. That's the oh, O'Neill man. that Love you want to see. Like yeah, that's absolutely. great. He didn't even finish sure. the line. You just referred to me as Lucy. My a little thing that I liked just the. At the start, when they first went through the Stargate, everyone had a a um, helmet on, except for O'Neill. He just had a backwards cap. Yeah, yes, actually, I meant to mention this. <laughs> and Makepeace goes, "Oh, yeah, whatever you say, home flyboy or homeboy or whatever he says," and he's like, "Whatever, uh, I, I don't care." I think I had a note of this in the last episode. Maybe it, yeah, it's it's the um, first appearance of O'Neill's hat. He clearly, I reckon, uh, okay. I reckon Richard Anderson oh, yeah. was like, I'm not wearing this goddamn helmet for one yeah. more episode. <laughs> yeah. My name is above the titles. I'm wearing a cap. Yeah, yeah that's Also, it. you can't see my face properly on screen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and oh, also, God, yeah. in the foreshot, you can never tell which one's which. Yeah, true. So what actually happens later on is Carter gets, they, eventually they sort of become pretty loose. At some point, Tilk's rocking through the gate in like a tank top. Is all he <laughs> yeah. Like in like season eight, he's like tank top and a gun and he's done. I've got to show off these guns. But, so, um, but yeah, I think in the long shot, it's also easy then to differentiate who's yeah. who. Yeah. In terms of, you know, because if they're yeah. all wearing the same outfit with all helmets, it's like, well, we can tell which one's Tilk, but who are the other three? Yeah. So I guess that works. Another cool bit I liked was when, um, oh man, I can't remember his name, but the soldier... Um, was just staring at Tilk and then he, he's like, apologize. Oh, Lieutenant Johnson. <laughs> yeah, Lieutenant Johnson. He goes to punch him and Tilk just catches it. Yeah. Nails him to the to the table and he's like, General, I would prefer not to hurt this man. Mm, yeah. Just not phased <laughs> Actually, that, one that is, apart from the I am not Lucy line, that is, for me, for Tilk, that is the best 
Um, yeah, it's good. I tried moment. clipping the audio for it, but it kind of because there's so much, and I've this has been the the bane of my existence is is cutting clips from this show. Is there's so much score underneath? Yeah, yeah. it's so Especially hard. To, in these earlier episodes, I go, oh, man, yeah. this is so dramatic. It's like. so hard to, to edit stuff and clip things because it's like, well, you know, I might I might go and clip like a minute of audio, and there's like a ten second gap in the middle, mm. but it's like if I cut it out. There's just like this jump in the music, and I'm like, God damn it! Yeah. So I yeah. tried cutting the the um the Lieutenant Johnson bit, but with all the audio in the background, it's because obviously it's, it's yeah because he goes, it's please release visual... me, Lieutenant Johnson. And yeah, it's, it's more a visual just, gag. The guy's going mental, and he's because <laughs> like, he's just, just like so rage stoic. filled, just like he's about to Hulk out. Yeah. And Tilk's just like, yeah, and just drops him. Yeah. Whatever, man. For enough, yeah. this, man. That's what I noticed too. It was like. Um, Hammond just turns around and looks at the door. He didn't even say guards or anything. It was just like he turned around and then all those dudes came in and got Lieutenant Johnson mm. and arrested him. I'm like, what? Yeah. Mm. So all those guys would have they were just waiting there. Neanderthals as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, straight up. Is this the uh, first reference we see? This is um, going back to early in the episode when they first go through the gate with the Marines and he tells the Marines to hold off for a 10 count and then come on oh. through. <clears throat> and the the head marine, what did you say his name? Is it Makepeace? Colonel Makepeace. Yeah. Colonel he hold, Dick. <laughs> he holds his gun in the wormhole. Yeah. And this is something you probably haven't caught up on yet, Reese. but it's basically, you know, if, a, if there's nothing going through a wormhole, it will automatically shut down. Oh, okay. So this is kind of, I, I feel like the first allusion to, well, he's holding his gun in the wormhole to hold the door to open. hold it open, yeah. Okay. So it doesn't shut down, so they don't have to then, to then rewind. But that was the longest 10 count too, because it was at least <laughs> 60 seconds, <laughs> and they all got mobbed by this group of Neanderthal guys. Yeah. Or Neanderthal, I think they like to call it. But, yeah, I'm like, where was the 10 count, yeah. guys? Because yeah, I actually looked at the time code. Oh, did you? I go... Thirty. Yeah, it's like still, so much. Where are you guys? So much of having our backs. I yeah, feel like, I feel like Daniel Sass was like warranted in that moment. <laughs> They're like, yeah, I'll give you ten, ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> he probably did it to be smart asses. Yeah, too. I'm glad you guys were the first ones in. Yeah, I'm fine. Thanks for asking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and this, I think, is the first appearance too of O'Neill being really uncomfortable when they go to another world. And the inhabitants think they're gods, and they kneel before them. You see, O'Neill get really yeah. uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. like, he gets he cranky. walks over and like get, and lifts them up. Say, "Get off your knees. We're not yeah, gods. We're not gods." Yeah. Which is something that he did. Ah, for crying out loud! When they in the in Children of the Gods, when they first go to um, Chulak, and there's those all those monks. They go, "Ah, Asla, Chulak!" Like they kneel, and like O'Neill doesn't really like it. Doesn't phase him mm. in the but, movie. No, no, this is in Children of the Gods. Oh, okay. And they go to Chulak. And you know how there's those guys with like the snakeskin um, hoods on? Oh, with the yeah. Stars oh, and sorry, stuff. in Chulak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, they yeah. say they'll take him to Chulak. They actually bow because they think yeah. the, the SG1 are, you know, gods here for the choosing. Yeah. But O'Neill doesn't worry about them kneeling. But yeah. the, I think this is the first time you see him. And it's a continuing thing. He gets really uncomfortable with being viewed as a, a god by these mm. people going, no, no, we're just like you. We're just like you. Stand up, stand up, stand yeah. up. Which is awesome. Yeah, it's a nice little touch. It's I think it's you know, slowly putting you know his own because I feel like that's not a Kurt Russell move. If, if Kurt Russell was still, yeah, he'd light up a cigarette and go, "Stay down there, boys. <laughs> I'll be with you in a second. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> just gonna get a haircut. So many inappropriate things running in my head right now. I just can't even. Cannot even uh, deal. Cannot you ever wonder what a god's dick tastes like? <laughs> <laughs> and that was one of them. <laughs> Thank you, Reese. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. But I guess my overall note that I have for this episode is what the hell was it about? Like, it just... Well, it's another standalone. Like, most of the time these are 
standalones. Like especially in those days, in the nineties and earlier, if you had a science fiction show or any mm. show, you'd have so many standalone episodes that you would keep the equilibrium yeah. and you'd come back. And well, that's, like, oh, yeah. honestly, yeah. that's, I mean, that's kind of how I was raised on television is in terms of, you know, Buffy and, and Star Trek and things like mm. that. But when you have these standalone episodes, it's like, well, what was the message at the end of it? Like there was, maybe this is, again, this is yeah. me looking for the Star Trek in it. Don't have any histamine in your system. That's pretty much what it is. <laughs> Take your daily antihistamine. Yeah. I think the way they tied it together was they originally went there, obviously looking for the goal. Yeah. They didn't find any. Um, and they came back. Um, obviously. Um, yeah, because they didn't really give a shit, did they? Yeah, well, Jackson wanted to stay and he's like, obviously, you know, I want to be a scientist and shit. Yeah. But <laughs> they came back and then. Um, I'm an archaeologist. Gen- yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, General Hammond was um, was saying, you know, why. Oh, sorry. Jackson was saying, we should go back, you know, we, we need to go back, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Scientific and cultural reasons. Oh, yeah, this is the yeah. first. And then... And then, and then um, the president said, yeah, we need to go back. He agrees, and, and they president. established that science mandate. Yeah. Actually, I do have some audio here of um, of Daniel explaining the Broca divide and why he wants to go back. So I'll play that for you. Um, the people on the dark side are pre-Stone Age, but the people on the light side are clearly from the Bronze Age. So what better opportunity to study the Broca divide? What? Excuse me. Broca divide. Pierre-Paul Broca was a 19th century anthropologist. He founded modern craniometry to study craniums and brains and to compare the divide in intelligence between early species of mankind. Fascinating. Should I start the debriefing, sir? Well, that would be a good idea, Colonel. This is what I don't get, how Carter just chimes in there and just does the rest of it for My her. science! Yeah. Uh, it's like He's like, piss off, Carter. This is my gig. Yeah. This is my moment to shine. <laughs> yeah, this Stop is, stealing my lines. Like, you get to f- got to fight the Asian guy last episode. This is me. This is all I get. <laughs> this is my feminist part. It's like, you got to fight the Asian. I got to bang a cave woman. Like, really? Like, how is that fair? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, funny did he look as a... Oh, man. man. Oh, they so all looked good. just weird. So yeah. No, for me, Hammond was the worst or the first, best. The first, couple of times, the first couple of times I saw this episode, I didn't even recognise that it was Carter writhing around, like, on the um, the gurney, like, when they're actually in, like, the hospital part. Oh, yeah. They cut to, like, just this soldier just... It's actually Carter with, Massive like, the brow eyebrows. and everything. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you didn't notice? No, I never noticed. I was just like, oh, that was just, you know, guard number six. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was another one coming in. Yeah, that was a shocker monobrow. Yeah. That was I'm glad she got her bad. kid off before that monobrow. That's all I can say. <laughs> well, well, so is O'Neill. How's the wound? Wound? I understand you got stabbed in the stomach or oh, something? Oh, yeah. It's uh, nothing. With any left, there won't even be a scar. Oh, good. I was concerned. You were? Sure. If it doesn't heal properly, you'll never wear that sweet little tank top number again. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. And she's like, what? I thought she's you didn't like, remember. Huh? God damn it. Yeah. It's like, if she had longer hair, she'd be twirling it at yeah. that point. Yeah. She's like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> damn it. It's like when you're maggot and you did something stupid and everyone's like, I don't remember it. And then you're like, oh, I bet you they do. Yeah. I bet you they do. <laughs> well, the other part to that is, of course, when... Uh, um, well, this is earlier on in the episode when O'Neill is um, revealing to Jackson what, what Carter actually did. She, uh, she tried to seduce me. Oh. You poor man. <laughs> See, more sass from Daniel. He's just like... <laughs> See, I find you, it funny. You, you poor s- man. You've 
been self-proclaimed Daniel Jackson fan and you've just been hammering him. This no, episode. no, I love all this sass. That's what I'm saying. Right, like, I you love, love it. it. Okay. Love the sass. I love it because he's just like, you got to remember, he's a civilian on a military base. Yeah. And he's like, you know what? Yeah. I figured out how to open this thing. Yeah, you guys owe me. I own yeah. this place, all right? Yeah. And that, I actually really dig that how, and uh, I obviously I've seen this episode multiple amount of times. Yeah. And where O'Neill and, um, yeah, well, in that in that scene where O'Neill's, there is a there is a turn after he gets attacked by Carter, or so so you seen, mm. and then there is a turn in his attitude, like oh yeah, the Carter got me, and blah blah blah, and then all he goes, oh is she all right, and he goes, oh yeah, I better go see her, and he goes, why? Yeah, and yeah. it's like he did that really really well. Really, you just come, like, comes out of nowhere. Yeah, and it was and it was really subtle, and then the neck, and he's smashing his face in. That so, was brutal. That, oh man, was, was, yeah, it goes from nothing. He to got this, into that. It was <laughs> awesome. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And Daniel, no, no bruises, no nothing. He just, <laughs> yeah. he just had his ass a... handed to him by like a black ops. Yeah. Dude, Air Force he, he's guy. a nerd. He would have copped multiple beatings at school. <laughs> <laughs> he knows how to block. <laughs> <laughs> he's well experienced. He, he probably he's got self defense. He didn't get any scars from the <laughs> Neanderthals and the planet where O'Neil got fed up. He probably and got. He got up by O'Neill and he's just got a blood lip. That's all he's got. He I probably got knocked around by Sharae that year in yeah. Abydos. You know, just so he just know, he yeah. knows how to take a punch. That's why he was like, "Oh yeah, I'll be back in a year, Abydonians, because I want to rest from that whole <laughs> violent marriage." <laughs> so oh, what did geez. they end up? It was what did they end up uh, linking the turning to the Neanderthal to? Was it like their diet or? Or something in their diet. No, I know she virus, said there was any there was antihistamines in their diet. So so the ones that naturally, ate it, the, yeah, the ones that ate it didn't become didn't turn, but the ones that mm. didn't eat it, turned. yeah, turned, and it was just a random disease that they kind of tried to explain it. Yeah, it just yeah. I just I don't know. Piss poor effort, but lacked a little bit for me. Yeah, it was like oh, it just attacks the centers of your brain and enhances the parts that are normally dormant. I was like, what? Yeah, I don't know. We'll just throw some big words in there, confuse everyone, yeah. and it'll make sense. Yeah, because <laughs> there's no such thing as nitpicking in, te- in science te- fiction te- fans. <laughs> We'll explain like, how they get Jesus. big brows and, and you know, yeah. and <laughs> hair follicles. Extra follicle growth and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, wow. I, I really liked it the first time I watched it. Did you enjoy? Yeah, I, I liked it. Um, yeah, obviously those little nitpicky things. But yeah, no, I think I'm, I'm, I am starting to get it. I'm not hooked on it yet but i think it's the little things in the characteristics of the main characters that that get me hooked or, or get the viewer hooked like that little yeah. um you know tilt thing general i would prefer not to hurt this man and stuff mm. like that where you're just like yeah man get him and then think, yeah, yeah, that hooks you into the show but i think naturally i i like astronomy and i like discovery and i like history and that sort of thing so naturally i'm sort of drawn to this show so i like it but it's at the moment it's not something i could sit down and watch See, like six episodes and i i never came into it watching it from season one starting yeah, okay. blah 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 no. i saw i saw certain episodes and i'm like oh i dig this show and then i when i bought the dvds i actually started from season two yeah. And I didn't give a shit because I was just like, I dig it, watch two and three, and then. Well, and like you were saying, that's out. the that's the beauty of these being a lot of it being a standalone episodes, you know, designed for syndication. Is you can kind of pick up, you know, yeah. in random spots, anyway, yeah. definitely hit the ground running, and after three or four episodes, you get you yeah. understand everything. Yeah. So I think it was the same. I think I started watching in maybe season three or something like that, 
but I distinctly remember once I started sort of buying DVDs and stuff like that, the season one finale, I was like, what? Where was this? This yeah. is awesome. Yeah. And the, yeah, like I said, it's going to get, it, there are episodes that are coming soon that are just awesome. And you're like, oh, okay. I know why. This is such a great get, show. Oh, now I know why I'm standing naked in front of the TV. <laughs> <laughs> now I get it. And we've come this full circle. This is meaning of life stuff. That's what this is. Poor, poor choice of words by me saying we've come full circle, but there it is. Hello, little tilk. <laughs> say wow. indeed again. Fucking say it. There's nothing little about tilk. There is nothing little about that. Let your gold loose. <laughs> Javar, Javar. Wow. I cannot wait till Shit. Mitch gets back from wherever he is to just uh, try and just, just, just put an assemb- a semblance of normalcy into this. I don't this think he, he can really taper this, to be honest. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we're much more behaved when he's around. I feel like at the moment it's, it's oh, it's because like Risa, you try and get a word in sideways with Mitch. <laughs> yeah. Also, when Mitch is here, I've got my pants on. <laughs> <laughs> that's all good for me being in the room uh, with two brothers that's yeah. really it's like well what do I... there are cameras in here so wow it's late it's late guys it oh, is dear. i am i am for lack of a better word spent yeah <laughs> that is a lack of that is a lack of it There's all right of... well that is another episode done for get into gate we will be back next week with the First Commandment. Oh, what a doozy that'll be. Grace, <laughs> um, make sure you tune in to watch that one. Yeah, that's that's gonna be one of your <laughs> one of your highest rankings, I reckon. Yeah, no, thanks yeah. for ruining it for me before <laughs> I even get a chance to watch it. Cheers. Nah, it's all right. It goes it's a good kind it's of a couple of good bits, but um <laughs> No there, no actually there's a, there are a few good bits about Carter in this one. Oh, okay. I remember falling asleep multiple times trying to get through this episode. Yeah, okay. Was, um, Does the number thirty eight come into this episode? No. I could. I don't know the episode well enough to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we will check that out uh, next week. In the meantime, check us out on socials. In case we haven't actually created a little, you know, pre-recorded bit, I will go through it here. Um, check us out. Get into gate on uh, Facebook, Instagram. Do we have a Twitter yet? Is that is that a thing? Uh, I think I we do. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't yeah. understand Twitter. So even if it was there, I wouldn't know. <laughs> Hashtag get into gate. Get into gate. <laughs> yes. Uh, you can check out all our movie reviews on uh, Get Into Geek as well. Check out Reese at at the Flying Gibson on Instagram. Boom, Brendan. I'm at the Brendan Gibson. You've still got that one. Yeah, man. That's oh, that's, that's, that's a forever one. Look, I'm impressed. That's well, you know. I mean, There's no photos on it, but. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? If you're looking for followers, you follow him, he will follow you back. So there yeah. you go. There's a guaranteed follower. Whereas I will not. <laughs> I don't know about that. But I mean, sure. Go go for it. I am High Pitch Maddie on Instagram. Uh, Mitch is, who knows? Well he's, well, he's Mitch underscore Lewis, but who knows where he actually is. Hopefully we'll get him back for the next episode. So I don't have to do this stuff because I just... Yeah. I Plus it's tiring standing the whole time. I know, right? <laughs> I sit down. <laughs> Anyway, do, I can do things if I need let's to. Let's just bring the music up, fade it out. Cause yeah, I love this. You did good, Colonel. <laughs> GetIntoGeek.com